All right, let's go. We're on Instagram at not to be technical. We're trying on there, boys and, and girls. Come on there and engage. Podcast listeners, we're back with Not To Be Technical on our ninth recorded episode. It's your boy, Knopf, and of course, with Charlie. Uh, real quick, Knopf, I, I got to correct you there. This is actually our 11th recorded episode, but it's episode nine. I, I'm oh, shocked shit. that you messed this up. Um, I... it's, it's very easy to understand. We just celebrated 10 recorded episodes of episode eight because we started at zero. We had a half episode. But you know what? Semantics. Who cares? It's simple. It's episode nine, baby. We're going to be talking about Reddit a little bit later. Uh, We had a request for some of our favorite subreddits. We're going to talk about the platform at large, get into trending tech. It's it's going to be great. Our 11th recorded episode. Right, Nafis? Yes. I think. Episode (laughs) 9-11. Who the hell is that? That's not Gary. That's not Gary. So unfortunately, Gary is out again. But we got anonymous listener number one, the OG. He's here himself, filling in for Gary. Long time listener, of course. I, I'm here. Gary's not. You know, I uh, I guess finding an hour out of the week to walk upstairs and then go into a, a room and record for an hour and a half is just—it's way too much when you're as successful as Gary Man. So here I am. If that's what it takes to be successful, I I'm just gonna keep being mediocre. I'm I'm fine being a mediocre person. Gary could be great. He could be charitable and and make lots of money and make you money know, on Bitcoin. And all I gotta do, I, I have to qualify on Gary's behalf. To be fair, uh, we just suffered through like an hour's worth of technical difficulties before we really started recording. Um, None of them were my fault. No, none of them were the fact that Anonymous Listener Number One still has Windows 8 on his laptop. I just got off Mozilla and I'm on Google Chrome. Now I figured out I'm on Windows 8. Yeah, you shared your screen with us when you were trying to troubleshoot. And Anonymous is like, why does that look so different? And then, wait, is that Windows 8? We're about to hit 11, my man. What, what are you doing? What is going on? I have LimeWire on here somewhere, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, LimeWire, Windows 8, and Anonymous Listener number one. N- name three better things together. I, I don't think you can. It's going to be a disaster. High tech. But we're back, baby. We got an episode for you. So let, let's just start it off. Gary's not here. His loss. He'll be back soon. He he sends his deepest, sincere apologies. Uh, he, he does have legitimate reasons he's not here, all jokes aside. Uh, but he will be back. We miss him. Uh, but Nafis, I, I think first and foremost... How the hell are you, my man? You know, Charlie, I didn't see this question coming, surprisingly. Um, you know, I, I, I've got a little cognitive dissonance here. Um, wow. You know, I've got this feeling of, you know, I'm, I'm having a great week. I'm gassing myself up. But I'm also straight up having a bad time. Oh? Yeah. Um, to give a little bit more backstory, honestly, this week has been just sort of like 
out of the fucking frying pan and into the oven like consistently like day after day i'm like oh yeah things are going good i'm like oh sweet dog sick fuck all right next thing moving around with the dog in the car oh sweet car issues nice yeah and throughout the day like things keep going awry uh, while there's all this other work to be done in all my other facets of life but i think the part where i say i'm gassing myself up is just kind of like I think I took a step back, took a breath, and I was like, all right, whatever, all this stuff is happening, and I'm going to handle it. And all the things were handled, and things are kind of going fine, even against all the odds. Oh, and I fucking sprained my knee last week. Dude, did. how does that even happen? A kickball, the last game, oh. our last loss of the season. I, oh, you should have saw it, anonymous listener. The office, so... There's multiple ways he could have sprained his knee, which has been confirmed a sprain by doctors, medical experts. I get an x-ray tomorrow to make sure. Okay, very good. So the first would be when Nafis made contact for a bunt, uh, to everyone's surprise. No, I'm just kidding. Kind of. It was surprising. He he started booking it to first base, like faster than I've ever seen him run in his life. Uh, But it was a foul. It it did not stay within uh, the, the lines of the field. He realized that he needed to stop running because it was a foul uh, as he was running full force. So he just fell backwards uh, completely. Right fair, his the grass was really wet. Yeah, like it rained yeah. that day. So I just like slid and I was like, oh, like, I'm not even trying to slide yeah. this time. And then you know, there were multiple other plays, too. He ran into second base. I think he oh. ran into people. I saw your glasses go flying off and at twice, one point. Twice. So you, you put – the effort was there. You do the most. But – your knee was not taking it too well. So you were limping around after it was yeah, uh, Thursday morning. I woke yeah. up and I was straight up limping and like, it got so bad that I had a coworker who saved my life and just like brought crutches out of his car. And I didn't, I was like, I don't need those. And I was like, Oh crap, I really do need these. Um, thankfully like things kind of healed back within a, a few days, but like, I was just like literally laying in my bed all weekend, just kind of letting my leg get back to normal. And then now I can actually walk with proper gait. Two things about this, Nafis. Um, I can't believe you're not out there rocking the sports goggles. Like, <laughs> he you know, would. You're out there with bifocals on trying to be an athlete. And then, two, did someone tell you to bunt? Because if someone said you need to bunt, it's disrespectful. I would never bunt. I would um, try to kick it out every time. All of so our that, team leaders said definitely bunt. Yeah, so oh bunting's the move in kickball. I mean, so first off, I personally don't think it's the move, right? Like, I would rather just kick the shit out of the ball and see what happens, right? But this kickball league, people take it seriously, even though it's like a social league. Bunting is the appropriate strategy. Otherwise, everyone catches the kickball. It's hard to kick. Totally it, the meta. It, yeah, it, it is the meta, dude. So it's an office – it, it, you know what was annoying? It's just that it was the final game and you got hurt. It was that, oh that's God. what was annoying. It was like we were already kind of sick of like this commitment that we made. And like now you just have this lingering thing. Hopefully it seems like it's going to heal up very soon now. Yeah. But uh, how about you, anonymous listener? What's been up with you? Have you listened to the recent episodes? Do you have any feedback? What's been going on with you? Uh, I am mostly caught up. Um, I had a busy past couple of weeks, but. I heard uh I heard Gary's cryptocurrency episode and uh understood most of it for you know being a, a mediocre person. But yeah, episode seven and a half I didn't hear which 
I hear it has all the uh, Costa Rica debauchery in it. But uh, it does. I'm gonna have to catch up with that. Otherwise, it's been great. I've been enjoying hearing you guys. I miss you guys. Love you guys. Likewise, baby. One thing that I, I do want to touch on, and I just remember this because the last time we had anonymous listener number one on, uh, we did discuss the Olympics a little bit. So I think we actually had you on right before the start of the Olympics or the opening ceremony. And now I think the Olympics are over. I'm pretty sure they're over. Uh, but they are. There yeah. is. Yeah. So I think of the three of us, anonymous listener was probably the only one that really watched the Olympics. I watched a few basketball highlights of the U.S. team here and there. And I, I kind of know what happened there. There's, it was interesting. There was, I saw a lot of stats about this year's Olympics and the decrease in viewership from the last Olympics or the last Summer Olympics, which oh, were yeah. 2016 in Rio. So it went down 42% uh, from the last Olympics, viewership uh, of, of just watching it, right? Now, this is very interesting because viewership for a lot of things in, in recent years has gone up a lot particularly as people are still dealing with the pandemic, uh, particularly in quarantine, you know, 2020 into 2021. So whatever NBC did, and then just the timing of everything, the confusion certainly didn't work well. 42%, that's insane. But uh, anonymous listener, I know you li- you were watching quite a bit of this. What, what did you notice as you were watching the Olympics? And, and does this surprise you that it went down 42% uh, since the last Summer Olympics? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. I, I think, I think there is some cord cutting going on with people. Um, I'm not quite sure where they're yeah. getting streams for watching things, but I was bothered by trying to find what was on where. My experience with the last Olympics was I had Xfinity, mm-hmm. so they're they're a NBC company. Um, so that they made it easier to kind of find where stuff was happening etc etc this time it was just you know the channels are all spread out on i have youtube tv i heard people with direct tv complaining that you know channels are spread out they're apart from each other so you have to find what's on this channel that channel and then they had stuff that was exclusively on peacock so i went and bought a month worth worth of peacock for basketball (laughs) because they put the bass the usa basketball they put that on peacock they put it behind a paywall on peacock to get six dollars from you uh it, for anyone that doesn't know what peacock is and, and it's you, there's nothing wrong if you're not knowing what peacock is by the way it's nbc's attempt to get in on the netflix streaming wars yeah. with their with their own thing i think their biggest claim is that they put all of the office on there and they took it off of netflix and then apparently they they siphoned the olympics onto there as well yeah so i so i'm glad you mentioned this uh anonymous listener because you know what i've read about on the internet is a similar issue it's just like <laughs> the packaging options for how you can actually view became really cumbersome. Um, That attributing to 43% is nuts. Um, But if it was that much of a hassle, it starts to make sense. Because when I saw that number too, I was like, that, that's a huge number. You know, my first thought was like, okay, kind of makes sense. Maybe through the pandemic, more people got savvy with streaming options. And once you're sort of on a few different platforms, you really have a ton of content to watch, you know, whatever you want. And you can maybe, you know, for me, I think about it as this, it's like, okay, once Olympics is over, if there's um, certain highlights I want to look at or videos or certain sports, I can kind of go back to it whenever I want to. Um, I've never been that interested in live viewership for it. The the frustrating part of it as well was 
just na- like navigating their Peacock app is pretty bad. I would say it's up there HBO Max as far as like just rough yeah, interface. And then also it wasn't like things were just, you know, the time zones are so different. Japan yeah. is like 13 hour difference. So if something oh, was shit. happening, you know, in the middle of the day there, it's happening in the middle of the night here. So it wasn't like you could click something and say, I want to watch this in full. I missed this event. I want to go back and watch it in full. It it just, it didn't exist. Oh, like wow. Could, it wasn't like a tab that said, watch, you know, USA versus Australia here. It was like a seven minute highlight package. And I heard other people complain the same about the same thing. So it's just how they piece it together. And they didn't really accommodate for time zone differences by, you know, letting you watch full replays of things and, I think it was just a bad job by them. Yeah. And I think, so the time zone difference definitely is one thing, right? For the rest of the world watching. Uh, But the other thing too is I think, so Peacock and the streaming options made it very confusing, but you know what also is confusing, which is a very basic element of the Olympic games is the year, right? So this is the 2020 Olympics in 2021. (laughs) But everything was branded as 2020 still, I I believe. So if if you're someone that really isn't looking at this much, you just breeze over news, you see maybe you breeze over the stream of this, right? You're like 2020, like that was like last year. Like you it it was such a weird situation, like branding wise. Like I like that that's a nightmare. It's a nightmare that it was pushed back a year. People don't realize how something as little as just one year in the name of something the perception that viewers will have over something being relevant or not. If they see 2020 and 2021, they're like, oh, that's old. Even though the Olympics are happening right now, they have no fucking clue. I didn't even think about that. That That's wild. Like the, the only thing that I can really like remember from the Olympics um, is a highlight that I watched on Instagram where someone did the high jump. I don't even know if they did a good job or not. Um, but all I know is the highlight was about the fact that they split their pants um, like <laughs> right where their butthole is. Uh, and it's like all on video. Like I thought you were gonna bring up the I thought you were gonna bring up the people that split the gold medal. Because there was like two guys in high jump from like Cutter and Italy or something like that, and they they set the same mark. So the judge came over and they said they could each have a gold medal and win gold. It I, I didn't like it. They should have had a jump off. To me, a tie is a loss. I don't like it. But I thought that's what you were going to talk about when you said no, my, split. My, I was not expecting a split bubble. My dude just like ripped his singlet, you know, just live on television. And this is oh just all God. over IG. You guys didn't see this? No. No, I didn't see that. Oh, uh, I guess I follow the premium IG accounts. You feel me? There was a speedwalker in 2016 who pooped himself while speedwalking. <laughs> Wait, speedwalking's a thing? Yes, a thing. and then they have judges that's on the side of the road, and if like the people break stride to almost go into a jog, what they consider a jog, they they only have like <laughs> it's like a yellow card situation where they have like two three strikes and you're out. Oh my god! So I didn't really know what speedwalking was until like I also saw this on IG, which was um, you have to keep like one foot on the ground at all times. Um, oh. So that's oh, a part is, of is that a rule? Wow. Yeah, that's the rule. That's what's that that's what like I guess like qualifies as speed walking. You have to have one foot on the ground all the time. And then I also like thought, you know, about like this whole walking stuff. People do this because it's better for your joints. But to do the speed walking stuff appropriately, like you have to like 
shift your hips and do things with your body that's actually not good for it and ends up being like just as bad as running yeah there's so much hip swishing going on it it, like i don't know i have tight hips so me and my hips just watching it hurt they're just they really rock into it so anonymous listener uh, when we last brought up the olympics and i i forget what episode it's on i i can't remember but i'm gonna say seven I think six, seven. seven. It, on no, the we, last, we, we talked about me doing seven and a half singing with you. We did. Okay, yeah. So oh. episode seven, great memory, my man. So episode seven, we talked about the Olympics, and you asked a, a very, very serious question that really made us think, which was, which type of Olympic athlete would you most like to make love to? Uh, which threw me off guard. Uh, we, we talked about a few things there. Great conversation. But now that you have watched the Olympics, and now that I'm aware of speed walking as well, uh, would you change your answers at all in terms of who you would most like to make love to, just in terms of the type of Olympic athlete? I don't I don't know the name of the <laughs> of the exact event. <laughs> it's the event where they're indoor bicycling, right? And they're on that like circular track that's kind of angled. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that's called either. I feel like it's something with a K. I can't remember. K. They almost like battle it out on these things, right? And they're just, they're going so fast. And it's almost like a, like a roller rink derby on this thing. But these guys. That got you going? I don't know about the girls, (laughs) but I saw the pictures of the dude's (laughs) buttocks. (laughs) They are so plump. I couldn't. It looked like the meme from SpongeBob with like the plump bubble. <laughs> boy, double cheeked up, ready oh to go. Oh my gosh, these guys were double cheeked up. I don't know how <laughs> they. I don't even know how they get in between their cheeks and wipe. That's what I want to know. <laughs> so I can only imagine what the ladies bicyclers look like. They they must look like some uh, lovely gals. I don't know. I've got excited. I will tell you that cycling certainly does uh, work on the buttocks and the thighs. So I would say that's not surprising. <laughs> Peloton yeah, gang. Peloton gang. You know what's up. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> double cheeked up. Quick plug. I think Charlie, since our last episode, has gotten another one or two uh, more people to use his Peloton referral link. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just bought more Peloton shit. It's great. I, it's, I got a couple more for the year. I'm I'm Pelotoned out. But yeah, in the last episode, I talked about how I just get a bunch of free Peloton clothing because of a referral link I just post on Reddit, which we'll talk about in a little bit, Twitter, and some other coupon sites. But that is right. Did you get that? But just real quickly to round out this Olympic topic here. So a couple things that are also interesting. This was the most expensive Olympics ever. And I feel like everything as it happens, you know, more recently is always the most expensive ever. But it was $15.4 billion uh, to host and run the Tokyo Olympics. So it's the most expensive one ever. The next ones are going to be even more expensive. Do you guys know where the next summer games are going to be? If you had to guess. Paris. I knew you would know. Uh, Sorry. I I should let him guess, but... The next one's going to be in L.A. So Paris is 2024. L.A. is in 2028. But we're only 179 days away from the Winter Olympics in Beijing. And sorry, I should have asked you. You probably would have got that too. (laughs) But uh, that is going to be – so we're still quite a ways away from that, right? 
that's going to be very interesting. Where the pandemic is at that point, there's a lot of certain things going on politically as well. So it, it, that is going to be a very interesting uh, Olympics, to say the least. But it's coming soon. So sooner than you would normally have it, given that we had to delay this a, a year. Uh, but one thing that they really nailed in the Tokyo Olympics, and this is a, an interesting stat. So the COVID-19 positivity rate for participants in the Olympics was 0.02%. They did a phenomenal job of isolating everyone, keeping COVID out of the bubble for the Olympians, for everyone involved. And what that equates to is 430 Olympic-related infections since July when it started out of 624,000 tests. That's that's crazy. That they had crazy. all those Holy people crap. together. They got that done. So kudos to them. They were able to keep everyone safe, especially during a surge of all the new variants and everything. So they, they might have not got the viewership right. Peacock, all that stuff went to shit. But in terms of keeping everyone healthy, that's a hell of a job. Team USA basketball accounted for like half of those. That's not surprising. On the way in, Bradley Beal and Jeremy Grant. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it was like right as it started, they they uh, you know they did test positive there. I remember that. All righty, Charlie. Enough with the hard stats about the Olympics and all this COVID <laughs> stuff. Um, I'm gonna drop a buzzword, the hottest oh. buzzword in all the industries. Oh boy, AI, AI, artificial intelligence. That's what it is. More so in recent news, um, there's been a ruling by the Australian court. Um, about AI in general, and it comes down to um, patenting and who owns um, the creative or intellectual property of an invention. Um, So what they've ruled is if an inventor or a person, uh, if an individual um, creates some sort of program that's using AI Mm -hmm. and that AI develops some sort of new invention, they can be credited for the creation of that invention. This sort of first instance of um, a government that's recognizing uh, AI as like the creator of a specific product. Wait, Wait, Um, so are are you saying that, let's just say I own this crazy huge tech company. I'm Amazon, I'm whatever, you know, I, I don't know, Microsoft. I create AI that's so smart that it comes up with inventions and things that the human mind cannot even comprehend. Uh, that just take over industries, products, et cetera. So the AI will actually be the owner of this invention. Like they'll get the trademark or is it whoever controls the AI is what you're saying? Um, so thank you for clar- like asking a clarifying question. Um, the AI is going to be credited for the invention, but the ownership still lies with the person who wow. created AI. That's actually very crazy. So is there going to be like, would that mean that there'd be like, okay, so there, there already is like, I guess, uh, an arms race, so to speak, of the smartest AI, I'd assume, between all these tech companies. So if for whatever the use case might be, you just have this insane AI that can do whatever, get credit for everything, and then become one of the more powerful companies in the world. Is that essentially kind of what this sets the, or sets the stage for? Or is, is it not as prolific as that? You know, I don't think it's as prolific as that. Um, And I think so because primarily um, there's other countries, especially like the U.S. Patent Office, um, as well as I think in in Europe as well. They don't recognize AI doing the same thing. 
Anonymous listener, what, what does this news make you think? Like, do you feel that this is something to be concerned about? Do you, how, how do you feel about AI in general? I, I was wondering, I don't know. Is, is it super relevant at this time to like be declaring what, you know, the AI is credit? Like, isn't there bigger things going on in the world? Well, what should you know, we be more concerned with? Oh, I don't know. Uh, sickness, uh, things Fair. on fire, uh, climate change, you know, things that are going to like end life. I guess they'll just be AI around after that. They can just hang out and make laws about each other. What happens if, <laughs> what happens if AI in Australia creates a new AI and you just have like an AI inception? Who gets credited for that? Did they think about that, Australia? Hmm? I don't know. Maybe we should Dingo bring that up to the prime minister down there. Hmm. Uh, I think the inventor still gets ownership of all of them, though. You know, AI inception. But what it. if the AI becomes so smart to make it appear that a fictional person that they've created mm-hmm. creates their own AI, but it's really just the AI who created that person, that fictional person, and they figured out just how to make them look like a legitimate person within the Australian government. And then you have an AI-owned AI with the power of the AI. How about that? I'm lost. I, I know Anonymous Listener was following me. I'm, I'm right there with you, Galaxy right. Brain. <laughs> you're looking real lost if you ask me. Big, big brain thoughts here. So if you're an AI developer, you know I caution you against what will happen to the world if you do this. But I, I have a plan. Hire me. <laughs> For consulting. <laughs> Very good. Um, <laughs> in other recent AI-related news, this is actually kind of surprising to me and I feel conflicted, um, just to set the stage. Um, Apple has gotten both praise um, and then a lot of backlash for a recent update they've made. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so they have announced that when iOS 15 comes out, they're going to have some new tools. And these tools are designed to protect... Um, you know, children, uh, essentially anyone who's underage, I believe it's like 12 and under, mm-hmm. um, you know, specifically. But one of the things that they're going to be implementing is a scan of all the photos on your device that you're uploading to iCloud. And what they're doing is they're matching these photos up against this registry or database of photographs um, that are with any sort of child abuse, Um you know, and when I say child abuse, I'm speak, you know, referring to sexual activity, things that are not great. You know, no one wants to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and why I feel conflicted about this is at first I, you know, I hear this and I'm like, wow, that's actually great. That's awesome. But then I also feel like there, it, 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 it's like this Trojan horse effect where you kind of package something up in a, in a pretty box um, and say, you know, we're providing this service out to the public, but really, you know, there's now this opportunity for photos to be viewed, um, things to be cataloged, uh, information to be seen by eyes that you prefer not to, even though it's for essentially the lawful good. But maybe that's a conspiracy theorist in me. What do you guys think? I, uh, the, the issue being like, I, I remember I saw a meme that said, and you know 2015 it was like the doge meme of like the big doge and it, was, it said i uh i locked the the cia out of a terrorist phone for 
you know, information protection. And then in 2021, it's like the little sad crying doge. And it says, you know, I'm uploading all your photos to our servers for, uh, you know, scanning. And it seems like a step back. Like everyone had applauded Apple for, you know, a protection of privacy and information and things that are on your phone. And now it's, I don't know. It seems like a step back to me where, you know, people are going to have, I mean, I know it's going to be mostly used for good, but you never know what's going to trigger it. You know what? Yeah. Anything, anything could trigger their, what they set, what they want, you know, to be triggered and things are being seen that maybe you don't want to be seen that aren't violating these, these policies, but it's automated. So, so um, I- I'm going to double back and give a little bit more clarity. So uh, anonymous listener number one is referencing things that are seen. So really the way the system works is it's, again, matching your photos against a registry. Um, if there is any sort of match that you know sets off a flag, then there's human intervention where a person is then going to review the photo and see you know if this is actually um, you know an incident of child abuse and whether the authorities need to be involved. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's no question that when you put it that way, that is a great thing that's being done. You are preventing or trying to put an end to child abuse. Like, there, who would argue against that, right? But the issue is that users' privacy, users' photos are now going to be looked at at will based on AI that is trying to match photos from your personal library to something. So, of course, this is going to do a lot of good for people that you know are, are get caught or match to this, right? But I think what anonymous listener was getting at is, you know, there's this does open up the door for where does this stop, right? Like, are we going to start looking for other things? Are we going to start looking for uh, anything violent in nature? Like, is how do we know that? And there was actually a quote. So Facebook and WhatsApp specifically has been very uh, a lot of companies have come out against this, uh, but someone from WhatsApp, they said that easily be used to scan private content for anything that Apple or government decides that they want to control. So this can easily be, all right, we've implemented this for a very clear, good use case. But now that this is implemented, who's to say we can't use this for anything else that we want to do? Who's to say that they might even use it for something that's not even invasive, but just makes their AI better? They could start scanning everyone's photos and just try to improve their AI and their photo scanning technology because they already are scanning everyone's photos. And that's why you can search in a photo and then you search for cat and then all your cat photos show up. It's already being done, but the data is supposed to stay you know, isolated on your phone. And that's what's changing. So that's what's interesting. Uh, you know, it's certainly a good use case, but a scary thought that this could be something that evolves and you know privacy goes out the window. And they are working with the government in this case, which is unlike Apple in the past, referring to that meme that you brought up, yeah. anonymous listener. So it, it, it's a very divisive thing. Uh, it feels like it shouldn't be the way that they phrase it, which would, or not phrase it, for the use case that they put. But at the same time, what it opens it, the doors up to is, yeah, definitely uh, concerning. Well, you know, Amazon kept their mouth shut. Because if they brought up anyone, everyone's like, hey, you guys are listening to us. We already know that. Yeah, I, I mean, I assume it, yeah, Amazon doesn't have much to say. But this will be rolling out with iOS 15. So iOS 15, we are very excited for There's a lot of cool updates there. 
But this is probably the one thing that's gotten a lot of negative press, although there's positive things that can come from it. So it's uh, certainly an interesting one to keep your eyes on. Yeah. What iOS do you think I have? Oh, God. I mean, you're on Windows 8. I mean, iOS 8 wouldn't be a bad guess. <laughs> Maybe. I, you know, I woke up this morning and told me I didn't install an update, so I'm probably maybe a couple behind. I don't think you're as bad as Gary because you had threatened messages, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I you, could see yeah, it. No, because you're so the whole reason why your laptop's on Windows 8 still is because you, you don't use your laptop much. You know, you're yeah. you're on your phone, and that's like a, most of most of the world now. It, it's when you're looking at website traffic and data, it's mobile users. Like a lot of people aren't on yeah. their laptops or desktops anymore. So I don't really blame you too much there. But uh, but yeah, it's I, I I would say you're probably just a couple updates behind at this point. I can't imagine how chaotic Gary's group chat messages were. Oh like, my god! We, like we were just replying like yes to like just and he he <laughs> has to so what text. <laughs> yeah, that so, makes no sense. Like how could that even work? Yeah, so what we're referring to is Gary was like a year and a half late to updating his iOS to the one that allows you to have threaded text messages where you could reply to a specific message, which we use quite a bit in multiple group chats. So we would be referring to things from ages ago, like a few scrolls up, and Gary was just trying to follow along, and he had no idea. He was probably just like, what the hell are these guys talking about? And he's, he's just too busy to update his iPhone. He's Wait, such a busy boy. He's a he's a very busy boy. But um one thing though, going back to that news in hand office. <clears throat> so what there's been a few it, it, it's kind of weird how when there's an update like this and like it broadly sparks other companies to do something similar. So Apple obviously brought up this topic and how they're helping with child protection. Then very soonly after, like a week after, uh you have uh, Google announcing that they are blocking ad targeting based on ads or, or age, gender, and interest for those that are under 18. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. So maybe they're against what Apple is doing, but they're like, hey, we're going to stop all ads and targeting towards, you know, this age, like anyone that's not an adult. Now, they I'm also honestly really surprised at that. I mean, like, that's a huge move because that's like that, that like changes revenue. Um, I mean, I yeah. guess, you know, that could change revenue for Apple if people hop off the ship, but like, yeah, I doubt that's really going to be happening, yeah. right? You know, you're going to update yeah. and then you're going to forget all about it and really kind of move forward. Um, yeah. It, and so I don't know if Google was responding necessarily to Apple's thing specifically, because I think a week or two before Apple, Facebook announced something similar where they were not letting advertisers target kids as easily either on Facebook. So it's like Facebook kind of started there with the advertising. Google had a response. YouTube Kids, which is a huge thing that probably we don't utilize in Office and myself. I didn't know this thing. Yeah, YouTube Kids is huge. It's like a kid's version of YouTube with a lot of child curated content. But they're also going to remove overly commercial content now. So anything that encourages kids to spend money or to ask their parents to spend money. So it's there's kind of been this past month a huge movement with you know, child-related things uh, in terms of digital technology 
and you know, of course, apples is a little different from you know commercializing children's content. So it, it's all a, in the same realm. Apple's got a couple more tools there, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, and, and when I read those first, um, before realizing the rest of it, 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 it kind of like changes the picture. Um, so one of these, which I think I, which just seems like a good move to have, is if there's like illicit content sent to like a user through iMessage to someone who's uh, at the age of twelve or under then that'll be filtered out. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And now I don't know how often that happens. Like I could only think of that being like, I would hope to think, right. This is the naive part of me a bit being like kids to kids, sending each other like inappropriate stuff uh, for their age. But like the only other thing I can think of is like, Oh man, if some person was trying to send a dick pic and like sent it to the wrong number and it's a kid, um, now, obviously, <laughs> I'm being like naive, right? Like, I'm kind of like that's pussyfooting around the whole situation here. Um, there's definitely probably people who oh are terrible God. in sending, um, yeah, there, there's curated illicit content to children. Um, well, well, you guys, do you guys ever get the, the Instagram messages that are like fishing? You know, it'll have like 20 people attached, and it'll be like some girl with her boobs out. I was like, I'm so horny right now, come message me here. No, I actually don't wow. get this. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'm subscribed to the wrong pages. How old is your email? That could be a thing. Oh, no, this is his Instagram. Instagram. Wait, what? Maybe I'm following too many Instagram honeys. Don't go look at who I'm following now. Oh, Wait, so you're in like a group chat with like a bunch of people or something. So it's... I've seen this, but it hasn't been what you described, <laughs> where someone just sends it like you know an appropriate. It's like a image. fake page. Yeah, I've. I, I've gotten like spam, like Instagram messages. They're just trying to get you to do something. Have, have you guys ever seen the, uh, you guys are talking about YouTube kids. There's a whole really strange wormhole I, down I YouTube of, of kid content where like they take things that kids are familiar with, like Iron Man or, you know, Nickelodeon characters. And then like the video starts out cute and fun with music and the characters, but then it like kind of devolves into like really weird, like content. I don't even know how to describe it. It gets almost dark. And I was uh, talking to a friend, Ryan, who has a couple of kids and he has to watch what they're watching on YouTube. Cause they can get down a really weird wormhole of stuff that looks like it's made for kids, but has a weird underlying message or tone. Yeah. So I actually have heard of that. I haven't seen the examples before, but there is a huge problem on YouTube with just, it, it doesn't even make sense why people would make this content. They make it look like it, like you said, it appeals to kids. And then there's just like sexual undertones that are like, not even just like very subtle, just like extremely not the Disney subtle. No, not not the Disney subtle to keep the parents in, engaged. No, it it's from what I, I read. It, it's like it, you you probably talked about this with Ryan. It, it's just it, it's absurd that it's happening. But you know, YouTube, I guess, needs to do a better job of getting that content out there. I don't know how much that's changed. When I first heard about this, it was probably like four years ago. But yeah, it, it's been a huge problem. But why uh, is like my thought is like why, <laughs> dude? Who knows? People are are nuts, man. Just, Views. To get ads on your on your video, I guess money. I don't know. Yeah, who does? But uh, at least they are trying to. Do, you know, it seems like it, at the very least, with the privacy concerns aside from from Apple, 
it is it is good that there is movement here to to make sure that you know children online are not exposed to things that they shouldn't be. I mean, you can't argue that. Uh, and, and even advertising as well. I, I think advertising, even though this has always been happening for years and years, it's just that it's a lot more uh, in your face online and people are empowered now to understand ads and remove ads and things of that nature. It's been happening for for as long as there's been TV and newspaper no, advertising to kids. It's it, it yeah. even maybe to a worse extent before there were more options online. But I mean, like, so I think of just like the basic ads I would yeah. see as a kid where you go like click here to get something free or like, yeah. you know, the early stages of the Internet where we're on dial up and like three lines Nerf for nothing. I, I got preyed on on the early days of the Internet. <laughs> this is a real story. I I was like on the aim days and, you know, oh my God. like the uh, talk about like this. AOL chat room days. There was a there was somebody <laughs> and, you know, you, you send like ASL, right? Age, and then sex, like, location, baby. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, now, well, the the Gen Gen X, it's as hell. Apparently, is what ASL means. That's Those are American sign Really, I didn't know that. There's been updates to ASL. <laughs> and well, uh, but well, anyways, real quickly, to just explain ASL, this would be used in like old chat room days. Uh, AOL specifically, age, sex, or location. So you would put your age. You would put a slash. You would put. You know, if you're male or female, then what location you live in? And it was a very common question in chat rooms. Yeah, so I was about 12 or 13. So this is like 2002. And, uh, you know, I'm in the chat rooms, you know, especially in the summer. Trying to find <laughs> the you, summer. You, 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 you think you're love. talking to like, you know, little preteens like yourself. But apparently, hey, I don't well, know, chat room honeys. I'm, I'm, I must have given my info and, and talked about where I went to school and my friends and stuff to to somebody. And <laughs> oh my so then, God. so then, a different screen name starts messaging me and is like, "Oh, I go to your school. I'm, I go to, I go to here. I go to there. I know this person and that person." But the thing is, is my my dad was a is a at the time was a cop, right? So I, I something didn't feel right, and I alerted my parents to it, and. He took it to what a work. Good son. He took it to work with him, and they they looked this dude up, and it was like a sixty-something-year-old dude. Like, I think he was planting the seeds of I don't know, trying what coming to the school or, but yeah, watch That's the kids definitely on the like internet. how to catch a predator vibes. Um, I'm easily on, yeah, and I, I and I hate to say that I was laughing at parts of this um, because I'm it's laughing because it's so relevant to me. Right. Uh, wait, what? Why is this relevant? <laughs> oh, dude, you-, you think I wasn't on AOL chat rooms, man? Oh, dude, like my friends in school, like we, we joined these AOL chat rooms around the same age that anonymous listeners said. Uh, I remember I was so excited because I had this online girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> I, and I remember the one thing we had in common, which really just – Push that relationship forward. Is that at the time we both loved listening to Good Charlotte, baby? (laughs) You know, the anthem was popping. No, no long hair there. No, I wasn't allowed in the Catholic school. But, um, you know, it's, I remember, I I don't know, like, I can't remember the specific situations, but I had the AOL with parental controls, which still allowed you to go to chat rooms. But I'm sure my parents read everything I was typing for sure. They got alerts for stuff. I started, I I got in trouble for like using random curse words. Who knows what? But, um, who knows if like that girl was a girl or not? I I don't think I gave my school info or anything like that. But I remember like at school, like there was like 
this group of us, and we all found these girlfriends on AOL chat rooms, and we just thought we were the shit in like third grade or whatever the hell we were in. <laughs> and uh, it was probably sixty-six year old dudes, but fortunately, nothing happened. You know, we, we I think we just kind of kept it online. Wait, so Nafis, maybe you can tell me if this is actually a thing. Was there is <laughs> was there slash is there programs to track keystrokes? Oh, keyloggers. Like, yeah. yeah, oh, definitely. Yes. Oh my god! I think my parents were using that. Which... <laughs> oh yeah, keyloggers. So we know about keyloggers because that was a huge thing in the game we played, RuneScape, where if you got your computer got hacked, you would get a keylogger put on, and then they would find your account information, steal all your shit, steal all your stuff. Steal it. So keyloggers, but keyloggers were also something that, like you said, they they track everything you type, they transcribe it, so. Yeah, that well, sometimes I, I get a cold shiver at my spine when I think that I, my stepdad had one on the family computer. <laughs> oh God, yeah i i I apologize to my parents or whatever they found out from the AOL parental <laughs> controls. I don't know what I was doing there. That is, uh... I would say my uh, my experience with AIM was definitely much more wholesome. Uh, for whatever <laughs> reason, I was kind of late to the game when it came to AIM, and I remember a lot of my friends were in a group chat, and they were like, yeah, join, and I didn't have like a, a username at the time, so I joined with my sisters, and I'm in a group chat with all my friends, um, at least I believe so, I don't think there's 60-year-old men in there, uh, with the username Sweet as Candy. Uh, six oh nine. Not ass candy. But Wait, that was your that was your username. No, that was my sister's, and I'm oh. using that. And everyone's like, "Who is that?" And I'm like, "Hey, it's not. It's, it's me. <laughs> it's me. I'm out here." They're like, "What Sweet the hell is? Candy, why is that? Why is that your username?" Did you guys have any crazy usernames when you finally did make some though? Like some really cringy oh, ones. I got one that's really cringy. I don't know if I can. Say I have a couple. Oh my god, it's so bad. How about you, Non? Uh. The only no, not on AIM. Gary and I once on the PS3s, we made dual uh, tags on there. Girl with huge ass and girl with huge boobs, and we got lots of men. We, we, we got we got lots of. You guys were like playing Call of Duty requests. together. Yeah, we were. That was available. I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, how was that available and like allowed? And uh, we got we we would put on our girly voices in the in the uh, chats. And the can you, can you give us the girly voice now? I don't know, something like this. Some girl with huge ass. <laughs> Convinced me. <laughs> Convinced a lot of dudes on the internet. We just thought it was funny. I don't know. We were probably 18. <laughs> it was last week. <laughs> I was 31. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a lot more recent than mine, I'm proud to say. But um, when I was young, I my screen names on AIM, uh, I remember my earliest screen name, I, I must have been like 10 or something. I, I think I was subscribed to the magazine GamePro because I loved gaming. You know, I was GamePro used to be that magazine. You'd get it every month. It's telling you yeah, about what's yeah. going on. You know GamePro. So I made my username GamePro. And at the ripe age of 10, I added man. And then I put 27 <laughs> at the end. So Game Pro Man 27. I was Why utilizing- 27? Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, I was like, never mind. I just realized that. So Game Pro Man 27, I was using that for a while. Then, you know, started meeting people. I had to be a little bit cooler. You know, I'm liking music a little, a little now. Older, you know, you know, know got to gotta impress you know. impress people. So Avenge Sevenfold was getting big. You know, remember that band? They had 
Yes. You, you look yes. like you don't. Okay, great. All right. Well, they had the song Bad Country. It was all over MTV when people would still watch that. Uh, various other songs as well, kind of metal rock band. So I went with Avenged Skater X. <laughs> now, let me yes, tell you. Let's go. So let me tell you, at that time, I could not skate for shit. I'd never even been on a skateboard, but you wouldn't know that from my username. Uh, I uh, did later learn how to skateboard in college. Very but- similar. I had uh, skaterboy nine three three zero. I remember, <laughs> and uh, the problem with uh, did you the skate way- at the time? Um, no, but I learned. As soon as I made the screen name, I had to learn. I-, I didn't even commit to learn when I made the screen name. What a couple of posers. And and the thing is, the way I spelled skate is I still spelled the word skate like S K eight A T E, but I still changed the A to eight, so it was really like skate eight. <laughs> oh, oh well, wait, so no, it wouldn't even be that. It would be skate eight eight. Yeah, basically, right? yeah, that it was that. eight eight. Wow, that's good. Then and I did have. I, uh, Oh, After sorry. that, I upgraded to a more mature username. Very um, good. Uh, Naughty Mr. Ahmed. And then that, I think, stayed. Naughty Mr. Ahmed? Yes. Ooh. That, that's, wow. That, that's not bad. What age was this? Um, This might have been last like week. 930. That <laughs> <laughs> was like probably grade? 14 or 15. Okay, time. 14, 15. I can see that being humorous. That's fine. Yeah. I get that. So... The last username I had on AIM that I can remember, I actually just remembered something, man. I had a girlfriend in high school, and I remember her username was Harlequin Girl, uh, which I believe was a reference to the Panic at the Disco song. I, I, I just remember that out of nowhere. I forgot about that. But, uh, the username I had was... So I I don't know what I was doing with the same username. I think I made like a secondary one for some reason. Who knows why? And it was like a joke one, but then it became my main one. And, and this was like 15, 16 years old. Milla Killa 37. Oh. I don't know why That's I like Mella that. I, I, don't I don't know. I like that. I don't know what it means. Uh, it was M-I-L-L-A-K-I-L-L-A, just to make sure we got the spelling correctly. Milla Killa 37. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's, that's dope. It, that's what I guess was going for. I don't know, but um, glad we were able to share our usernames here. Hopefully, yeah. there's nothing archived under these usernames. <laughs> oh I'm gonna fire up the PS3 and go on girl with huge, huge ass. <laughs> You'll have tons of unread messages <laughs> from me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you haven't answered. Hey, hey, where's your friend? <laughs> Do you really have huge ass? <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> All right. Well, you know one place that I will not share my username? Just guess. Pornhub. <laughs> God is ass. <laughs> that, I guess that's correct. I don't I don't think I have it. Take there. the cake. <laughs> but I was going to say Reddit, which is the main topic for today. Uh, Reddit usernames are often not shared between people. People try to keep that anonymous. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think Reddit... And the reason why this is a very interesting topic to me is I find Reddit so useful in so many different ways. And I think certain people have different perceptions of what Reddit is, what's on there. Is it actually serious, good, informative content? Is it just memes? Is it just weird shit? So one of the things I want to touch on, and I it's think all you of have the s- above, 
it is all of the above. It, it is literally everything. Um, but the office, I think you pulled some really interesting numbers, but in terms of, so uh, before I say that, what I've been saying for at least four years now is Reddit is the third most popular website in the world or in the U.S. Very I've been using this stat religiously. I know Nafis has heard it like a few times from me. This is absolutely not correct. I don't know where I got this stat. Um, but what I can tell you about Reddit, Reddit has 430 million active users. Which I actually found surprising. I thought it was more. I don't know why. Yeah. I just thought it was like more than that 15 to the world i mean honestly like it, it I, is a lot I, so i think the stat itself like uh it, it's more important that it, it's specifically monthly active users not total users um so there can be significant yeah. number of accounts um which i learned recently i have two uh one of which i've like never really used just lurking just alert do you well we'll get into that in a moment how we use reddit but some of the other data here, so 52 million daily active users, uh, and that equates to 25% of U.S. adults using Reddit. So th- that if you put a fourth of the U.S. is using Reddit, that's a lot of people. So that's th- a, Yeah, that's active. I, and that, that's right on line with uh, Twitter. Wait, yeah. is that right? Is, is it like yeah. one-fourth of U.S. adults use it, or is it one-fourth yeah. of the daily active users are U.S. adults? It's tw- it says twenty five percent of U.S. adults are using Reddit. No way! Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. it was the seventh most popular social media app in the U.S. in twenty twenty. So it, and numbers have only yeah. gone up since twenty twenty. So it's a huge website. And, and for anyone that doesn't use it or doesn't know too much about it, Reddit essentially is a community based platform that allows you to share comments or, or just text updates in various subreddits. And what makes Reddit quite unique is instead of like when you go on a, a news website and, you know, it's all curated by the news publisher, what powers Reddit is upvotes and downvotes. So people will see a post on their Reddit accounts, they'll either upvote it or downvote it. And that's what gauges how popular the content is, how visible it'll be to other users that go to Reddit, and if it's like viral and if you can even see it on the front page. So it's the community. Everything is a community element here. So everything's created by users. There's nothing that's restricted from users in terms of anyone can go on there and make a subreddit or also known as a community that's about a specific topic. And then anyone can join that subreddit and contribute. Uh, There's, you know, you can have moderators there, but as this, as Reddit has grown to the size that it's at today, it's really become kind of the go-to place for me specifically, and I think a lot of others as well, to get real unfiltered information from other people that are experts or interested in whatever topic you're looking for. So it's extremely valuable. I'm going to get into some of those use cases in a moment, but real quickly, guys, how, how, how do you use Reddit? Uh, You know, how much do you know about it? Uh, Like what, what is your experience level? Um, So I would say I'm like, I don't want to say beginner, but like something like I, I use it time to time to like a good amount, you know, uh, but not like it's so funny when I'm thinking about this. I want to say like a power user or someone who's yeah. in Reddit a lot. I'm not. Um, I would say the first use case I think of immediately is just reviews on products, uh, particularly ones that are a little bit more obscure um, that like yeah. or, or services as well. 
uh, it's the first place I'm going to go to. And, it, and it's exactly what you kind of mentioned. It's that sort of um, this feeling of raw, unfiltered, authentic reviews or advice on something. Um, so that's definitely the like the the main use case. Um, there are a few other subreddits that I follow. Some are like almost career oriented. Some yeah. are like strictly for memes, uh, like animals being derps, animals being bros, um, high quality content, of course. Um, and then I would say probably like, I don't know, this one's probably basic, but like this is the the Reddit subthread uh, or the subreddit that will always get me explain like I'm five. Mm. That gets me every time. There's just like so many different topics that I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know nothing about that. Uh, And I'll just read about it. And then you'll just get lost in threads forever on that. That one always gets me. Um, You might be surprised to hear, uh, at least on my end, uh, I'm not interested in the subreddit for like um, technology. Um, When it comes to the technology one, it's so broad and encompassing that it's about all types of technology that um, it's hard for me to really like maintain focus. But tech news is something I'll follow a little bit more often because it's more, it's more central to like, like internet type of things, applications, programs, um, rather than like, let's say like the latest breaking news of environmental technology that I know nothing about. Got it. Yeah. I think the thing, so I agree where there's a lot of subreddits that are very broad because it appeals to a lot of people. They just want to have like news aggregated. Right. But in your case, in the already, you had one with tech news as an example. But if there's specific types of technology, or you know, we use Salesforce a lot, or you specifically yeah. use Salesforce a lot, there's a Salesforce subreddit. Yeah. That's specific like software. That exactly. Hmm. So that's the beauty of Reddit, where yeah, there's extremely broad things on there, things that might be too broad, too relevant, not in the weeds enough for you. But the opposite can be said. There's yeah. no other place <laughs> in the internet to find something that has a community of people talking so specifically about something. And the value of that is insane if you use it the right way. But anonymous listener, how about yourself? Do you use Reddit a lot or, or not really? I mean, I, I agree with you. The utility is uh, what really is a draw there. I'd say it rivals any Facebook group or, you know, you don't get a lot of that BS yeah. surrounding, you know, those type of things. Um you know, to me, Reddit is all about the two Ps. The two Ps. Pokemon. Pokemon? Pokemon and porn. <laughs> and this is why you don't... <laughs> it always goes why back you, to that. <laughs> this is why you don't share your username with anyone. Because do you remember... Or your Ken name Bone? on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Ken Bone? Who? Ken, who? What? Ken Bone. He was the guy oh, that Bone. in the 2016 election, like he yeah. came viral for asking a question during like the yeah, uh, yeah I debate. remember. Well, they found his Reddit name. No, oh my! He God. had posting histories on like oh, no. embarrassing like pregnancy porn things and just things oh, you wouldn't gosh. really want to be out there. <laughs> like your interest. <laughs> So yeah, definitely keep your username to yourself. But yeah, there's a really active, full communities out there that I'm surprised it's not you know number eight on the list. Charlie, I have a question two. for you. So I know that like if you have someone's Reddit username, then you can definitely like 
see the posts that they've made. Yeah. But can you see what they've liked? I don't think you can. I think there's a setting to enable what you like if that's visible or not. I, I haven't looked into that for a long time, but I I would I would say that's off by default. But okay. I do not know. So tell me, can you see what I lurked? Please uh, tell me, please. Um, do you want to give me your username and I can <laughs> check for you? No. You know what? Here, Absolutely. I'll I'll look up uh, a direct link to one of my usernames right now in an incognito window and see what that'll do. So while Charlie's doing that, um, so Charlie alluded to the, this earlier. Um, the sort of difference between having like broad spectrum topics and subreddits um, to ones that are a little bit more focused. Um, so a few that I follow are a little bit more career related. Um, so one of the things I work on um, sort of almost all the time in my day-to-day and professional career is Salesforce. Um, and I follow quite a few subreddits just for that. Um, and you know, I usually just hop in there because um, there's either information about updates to the platform, things that people should be aware of. Um, sometimes it's just questions from people who are using it for the first time, new administrators just saying like, hey, I don't know how to do this. And I kind of like test my own skills by jumping in and saying, hey, do I actually know how to do that? Or am I also in the same position as a user of saying like, I don't really know how to do that. Um, so that's like one, I would say for me, a really good use case. Um, and like, and I, I never even expected myself to even utilize Reddit in this regard. Beforehand, I really just used it for memes um, and other basically dumb, dumb use cases where I just felt like I was actually wasting time than anything else. Um, Charlie, I think um, I actually started using Reddit a lot more after I started working with you. Um, You kept mentioning it a few times. And after that, I actually made like my first account. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good note there. So if you just go to reddit.com without an account, you're going to see, I think still very relevant things. What's trending on the internet, big news, And the value of Reddit, of course, is what it's linking to, the content it shows, but the comments that happen on each post. And you can see the commentary because just like how the posts are upvoted or downvoted to see, to get more visibility to what people are interested in, so are the comments on each post. So what happens once you make an account, and let's say you're in office, for example, you're in office, you make an account, you start following these specific communities that are called subreddits that are relevant to you. So it's Salesforce, Tech News, uh, RuneScape. Uh, you know, maybe working out stuff, oh, right? Just re- anything he does, anything at all that's relevant to to Nafis, he's now following these subreddits where people are specifically talking about it. Maybe he also follows things that are a little bit more humorous in nature. There's a lot of really funny stuff on there that's actually quite clever. So all of that becomes curated specifically for him based on what he's subscribed to. So the one one of the reasons why we've been talking about this, it was requested to talk about uh, from our, our our listener Richard uh, that you know what are some of the subreddits that we like. Uh, so I'll get into that in a moment here, but I, I think Novice, it's it, it's good that you you brought up that it's important that Reddit becomes so different once you personalize it rather than just lurking the website you know at, at a surface level. It changes the game completely. So for me personally with Reddit and why I'm a huge advocate for it and what I've found a lot of value in. Yeah. There's a lot of good content. There's mindless scrolling on there. You know, you you can get all that memes, funny things, interesting stories, but,
But when I'm thinking about it from a professional, even a personal level, uh, things that have been beneficial to my life. So one thing I, I used to work it for for about six years, I worked at a marketing agency, right? That's where I got my start in digital marketing, uh, a lot of growth. And a lot of what really helped me out is talking to other people with my skill set that do the same thing that I do every day in the office. So I learned a ton from my colleagues, from my boss, from my mentors, right? So now I don't work at a digital marketing agency anymore. I still keep in touch with a lot of people and we talk, you know, digital marketing here and there and, you know, and all that stuff. But to really stay up to date on things and stay just as engaged, if not even more engaged with what's going on in my industry and my career, uh, Reddit is actually a huge supplement to that, or if not a replacement, I can go on there and I see what is relevant for digital marketing, for specific platforms I use, for what's relevant in my career, things that are trending, things that people notice, people ask questions, I ask questions on there. Uh, I also get a lot of fulfillment too. If someone has a question, I have an answer for it to be able to help them out and provide it. It keeps my mind kind of fresh like it used to be when I would share things that I knew at the marketing agency. So I think this can really be applied to any, like really any career, anything that you do, anything at all, you can find some type of community that is relevant to what you do for work. Uh, Like completely, you you gave me that idea. I remember like, it it was quite literally like, I, I, I think... I made my account and I was like, Charlie, I just made an account for the first time. Yeah. Now it's all coming back to me. And you sent me your list of like, uh, like at least, I don't know if it was curated or not, but your list of uh, subreddits that you actually follow. Oh yeah. Follow. I emailed and, that to you. I and remember. then I, yeah, you sent it my way and I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. Uh, uh, he's not lying. A ton of them are digital marketing related. Like, like, as so many of them, which I also follow, but I definitely do not read yeah. uh, to the same degree. But it then gave me that same idea to then follow uh, things that are a little bit more catered to my career, um, as well as a lot of things that are completely useless. Um, like, yeah. are. I could touch on the useless stuff too, for oh, sure. Yeah, I've got plenty of useless ones. Um, I have, I have one that is like top of mind. Um, and so this is top of mind because I'm not even following this subreddit, but then I started getting emails about this one all the time. Um, this is something that like Charlie had sent me and it was just, you know, a funny joke. Um, uh, it, <laughs> I, I don't know where you're going with this. There's the part of me that wants to walk this back, but I'm not. Um, Oh God. So Charlie had sent me like, you know, so there are like interesting posts. Like, so um, this one is about, um, it, it was like about dating and it was a post. Oh for, no, I know what you're going to say. You already know what it is. Um, <laughs> it was this post by this, this guy who's just like, like really, I guess like, I don't know, upset from dating. Um, he's just been burned so many times from trying to go on dates with girls that he just made this like post about like, you know, him starting to go out on dates with guys. Um, <laughs> it, 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 I don't know what subreddit this was. Was it dating advice? No, no. So I know, I only know what it is like long time after the fact. Okay. And that's why I bring it up. Right. It's, yeah. it, it was like, okay, whatever. You know, we both laughed at it. And ultimately it was just, again, like this guy who just like got so fed up with like 
not being able to date girls or just, yeah, I don't know, whatever, right? He gets so frustrated that he's starting to go on dates with guys. And everyone was flaming him, you know, in the comments about like, yo, that's not cool, bro. Like, what well, are you doing? Let's you know? give a little more context here. So and I don't know if you were getting to this, so I'm sorry. I don't but, remember this as much. Of the oh, concept, so but. no, the guy was, so the guy was very frustrated. He hasn't getting no traction with the ladies. He's like, I don't understand. I'm doing everything like very, like, you know, very, I, I don't know the word. Just he, he's acting like they're the problem, not him. He's like, yeah. so oh, yeah, you know that's what? Exactly what it is. I decided to go on dates with dudes. You know what? Like they give me attention. Like they're buying me stuff. They're getting me dinner and stuff. But he's adamant that he doesn't swing that way. That he's just he's just doing this for the attention, and he's leading all these guys on, and he just wants like this uh, attention and like to feel nice because females are not providing that to him for whatever reason, right? It's like it, he was very much like giving off this vibe, like just blaming the females, and, and just like it's there's yeah, nothing and, wrong with him. And, and when a vibe like that comes off in text. That's strong. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. But and, but he was yeah. But he's he's essentially leading on a bunch of dudes for stuff he claims, and then just just to make himself feel better. I I can't believe you guys found my account. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the part where like I this story is also like locked into my mind because so um I honestly use a lot of Reddit because I get emails from oh, you know. Yes things that I'm subscribed to, you know, a lot of the subreddits that I've joined and said, Hey, you know, like I'm interested in this. Um, now this is not a subreddit that I joined. I, I don't even, honestly, I don't know how the subscription process works, but this subreddit for whatever reason, after I viewed it, after Charlie sent me this specific post, I got subscribed into the email campaign. Um, and the subreddit is suddenly gay. Um, and the thing is I would be sent <laughs> things from this on email like all the time and i'm not gonna lie they're very clickbaity they cat they caught my eye all the time and i would open them and they were just such bad content and yeah. i'm just wondering i was i remember i was just like messaging charlie i was like you know i don't know what i did to subscribe to this but the content sucks like whatever it is and eventually somehow i fell down this rabbit hole of finding out that it was from that one post that charlie sent me about this guy who you know wants to now you know adamantly not into dudes but you know is going on dates with dudes and i remember going down that rabbit hole and being like what the hell how does this even work so you just unlocked a memory for me i forgot about so a girl i dated ages ago uh, i sent her a subreddit called divorced birds and divorced birds <laughs> Is literally just photos of birds that look like um, <laughs> they would be divorced. <laughs> and all of all of the pictures have a caption like Karen couldn't believe that Chris would walk out on her and the family after five years of everything that she's done. And like it's just this bird that looks very <laughs> angry. A lot of them have mohawk looking hair. And it's it, it's it's it, it like if you scroll through divorce birds, it's kind of funny. But I remember I said to a girl I was dating, and then she like she was like, "Hey, like I keep getting emails from divorced birds now. Like, can you make this stop?" Like, <laughs> like it was funny, but like I don't want to see divorced birds anymore. So Reddit definitely has like a very strong email campaign uh, when it comes to just viewing a subreddit while you're logged in, um, and, and it's. 
It, it actually works. I mean, they yeah, I mean, me. she was looking at divorce birds all the time. It took her forever to not look at divorce birds. Like, it changed the email. Who knows? To this day, she might be looking at divorce birds. Who knows? <laughs> so, Charlie, maybe you can explain to me how does, like, I, I know how the gold kind of works. That's almost like a yeah. tip to the post, but it goes to the website. Does that sound about right? But I think I saw silver the other day, and there's stuff yeah. I don't. So, so great question there. So Reddit, so all right, I'll take a step back. How does Reddit make money, right? So Reddit, it's community-based. It's free for all users. Uh, but there are ads on Reddit. They're very, they're not invasive at all. Like Reddit does a good job of making the ads not in your face. It's well integrated with everything. So they make money from advertising. The other way they make money is by allowing users to buy Originally, it just used to be Reddit Gold. And Reddit Gold was you you essentially pay money to Reddit. You get what looks like a gold medal that you can then give out to people's comments or whatever they post. It's kind of like, hey, like, you know, it's like giving someone kudos or like extra than just an upvote. You're just like, hey, I, I, I want to commend you for this content. Like it was valuable to me. And when someone receives Reddit Gold, like it gives them like, I think it gives them like a temporary like, reddit premium where you get like extra features and shit like that like nothing that i think is really that crucial but it's applied to your account it it can like if someone goes to your profile they can see you received reddit gold so more recently they expanded that to like reddit silver and there's all these little awards too where uh you could actually um you know have like an award given for like certain things like i remember i shared uh i shared something recently uh, that was actually about podcasting. Like I had a question or something and someone gave me an award uh, for wholesome that it was like a wholesome question. And I got an award for it, like just based on my comment oh, or whatever it was. Cute. It is cute. Yeah. So you know what? Like it's, it's a Reddit. It was a really smart thing that they implemented. It was a good way to of course get revenue, but create a gifting solution in a community that that's really tied together, right? Like Redditors are, are very passionate. They, they love, you know, like there's a lot of positivity that happens on Reddit as well. So there's a lot of subreddits for people that are going through issues. They have problems. They have questions. They really need help. And Redditors will help one another. You see it all the time. So this is a, a testament to kind of the people that behind Reddit seeing that they're finding a way to monetize it but still users providing value to one another. It's like a feel-good thing, too. Microsoft so, owns Reddit, right? Is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Microsoft. I thought it was some Chinese company, I thought. It was, no. uh, I might be crazy. Like Microsoft definitely bought LinkedIn, but I feel very true. strongly that they also own Reddit. Um, um, Reddit is owned by Advanced Publications. All right, cut all that shit out. I'm don't not let, cutting it out at don't all. Don't let anyone know what I said. I'm definitely not cutting it out. Uh, I mean, I might be wrong too. Apparently, Advanced Publications is an American media company uh, here in New York. Wow, I don't know fucking shit. Well, uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> Microsoft, yeah, not involved here. Uh, not definitely not. Uh, who said L- that? LinkedIn is different. Anonymous um, listener number one. You're ridiculous. You you meant to say Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Microsoft does own Minecraft. That, that's a great segue there to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so 
Oh, the, the mon yeah. So that that's how they make money. Uh, but uh, I think going back to kind of the question in hand, right? Like, what are the subreddits we follow? So I, I think I kind of shared my personal use case, how I found it for my career. And I really encourage anyone, if they have interest at all, to try to see what's going on for their career, their interest, their personal hobbies, whatever it may be. The, the, the information I found on there is essential. Uh, and one of the ways I probably got an office into it too is if novice was telling me, like, hey, dude, I'm about to like, you know, I'm about to buy a new laptop, like for example, right? Like, you know, like how do you get reviews? Like if you were to ask me that, I would say, hey, pick a few laptops or even whatever, searching Google, like, you know, whatever, Lenovo, Yoga, whatever, uh, then type Reddit at the end, right? Like, so then the model of something or, or whatever it could be, it could be a review for anything. Uh, and you put Reddit at the end, you'll see on Google results of Reddit threads of people talking about whatever you search for in Google. And those are the conversations where I feel like you get the best insight for like any product service question you have. It doesn't even have to be a purchase you're going to make. It could be a situation you're in. Maybe like, hey, I just, you know, I, I, I don't know, something happened financially. There's probably a Reddit thread about it. Well, so, we brought up, we brought up Yahoo earlier. Yeah. And to me, I, I did want to bring that up, like popping up in Google, you know, Reddit. Yeah. That it kind of, I think Yahoo Answers shut down now. I don't think Yahoo Answers exists anymore. I feel like Reddit yeah, kind of smashed that. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yahoo Answers like Reddit, yeah. is gone. I just went to answers.yahoo.com or just went to yahoo.com. So they, yeah, I feel they like Reddit just took that lane and just owned there, it. There's also Qora, which kinda is i mean that's still around it's actually pretty popular for some weird reason because they rank yeah. well in google but that that's like kind of yahoo answers ask as well like it's like people ask a question answer it but but reddit is like the the best version of that like it just hands down but to go over some of the subreddits that that i'm interested in so a lot of them yes they are very much related to my career so i'm not going to go into all of those uh any hobbies you have, like, you know, I like cycling, I like Peloton, I like gaming, uh, you know, so anything like that, I play guitar. So there's subreddits for all of those things. So if you just search on Reddit and you look at the subreddits that come back, you'll see what's relevant. You'll see how many people are subscribed to a subreddit, how active it is. And I would curate your list starting there. So what interests you at the most right now? Like once you create an account, what's related to my career? Now, when it comes to kind of funny or more topical content, you'll find that on Reddit, uh, but you may need to see some suggestions. And Reddit will suggest subreddits for you that people like. Uh, but a few that I think are pretty funny that I've always liked. So one that always comes to mind to me is old people Facebook. Uh, so old people Facebook, I've been laughing at this for years. It is essentially just people that are older using Facebook and failing miserably um, you know, I, I remember there was like a flagship post that kind of started it. I think it was uh, some woman was, you know, talking to the Walmart's Facebook page and, and just going off about corn. But like she really meant to talk to someone else. It was there's just like people have no idea what they're doing on Facebook. Uh, so it is it, it's hilarious to me. I think it's really funny. Um, there's a few other ones as well, which is uh Entitled parents and insane parents. So these are both just very funny captures of parents doing insane things. Um, I, I've seen some good content on there. 
another one is I don't work here, lady, which is <laughs> which I think the name says it all. <laughs> it's just funny situations. Mad lads is one I like as well. It is just essentially people, and I it originated in the UK with the term specifically guys that just think they're doing something fucking nuts. Like, Oh my God, you won't believe what me and my mates did. And like, they post it and it's just absolutely the most mild shit ever. It's, it's like, it's just making fun of people. This one's called mad lads. I like that one a lot. One that's a little bit more graphic intensive. And you see some very interesting things on here too, is PS battles. And this stands for Photoshop battles. Oh, so yeah, it's people they'll share a picture as like kind of the starting point. And then people will Photoshop that photo into random things. So that's right up my alley. I love that type of stuff. But PS Battles, there's some very funny things in there. Uh, and the I think the last one I'm going to talk about, just humor-based. And there's so many that I'm forgetting, too. Like, I was scrolling through my list. Like, there, there's an insane amount. But uh, one, if you like a little bit more of direct, maybe some mean humor, um, there's the subreddit called Roast Me. And roast me is exactly what it sounds. Someone will post a photo of themselves and they will encourage other people to just roast them, light them up, say the meanest things about them. Uh, It it can be funny sometimes. Uh, I don't know if I would post a photo on there. I don't know if I... I, I can take that. Uh, let's either. post a photo of Gary on there. And Oh, uh, my God. That's a good idea. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Comments from Reddit of Gary. Should we do that? Anonymous listener. You, you think we should do that? Yeah. And I think next week we just pull our favorite comments and read them. I'm going to do it. We read them to Gary. <laughs> He'll never know. He's always going to listen to this. All right. All right. I, I'm doing it. All right, we got homework for next week. Uh, but did you have any hubris ones, any hubris things that you guys have seen on there? Or So mine are honestly, as you were like going through them, I was like, oh, wow, mine are not as like, I don't have too many humorous ones. Uh, mine are a little bit more serious. Um, I think all my humor is left for Instagram and Reddit is for the serious topics. Fair. But it also, um, too, you can kind of sort through popular funny things and just like you can find it on Reddit without subscribing to anything. But I did want to share just some of the more unique ones that I, I found. No, I like those. I actually, while you said a lot of them, I actually followed them at the same time. Hell yeah. There's a couple of other ones that I I, I find myself lost in from time to time. Um, and, and I don't even find them super useful. Um, one is male living space. I like male living space. I've seen that. That's a good one. That reminds me of like male fashion advice too. I have that one too. Um, Yeah. So really good, just photos, imagery, recommendations. So for both of those subreddits of either how to arrange the decor in your house, whether you need suggestions or someone like did a great job and just showing it off. That's male living space, male fashion advice. Same thing when it comes to attire. It, male fashion vice is huge it's probably one of the most popular subreddits like that, i haven't that's... visited that one in a while oh yeah With, like male living space what i noticed is either like someone who like damn well knows they have like a really like nice spot showing off and yeah. everyone's like trashing them like bro we get it you make like 
You know, you're, you're right. able to spend $3,000 a month on rent or more. Yeah. And then there's other people, uh, there's other ones that are just like devastatingly bad. And I'm like, and then people are being really nice though. They're like, oh, maybe you want to get some plants, maybe put it in that yeah. corner and like a little get tapestry. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, right. yeah, it's not looking great. Um, when you say, when you say bad, are you talking like cigarette butts in the bed and Mountain Dew? No, it's like, more of like uh, a classic meme of like where it's like you look at a dude's house and it's like um, a TV in one corner and then they've got like one of those like uh, lawn chairs and that's like all yeah. they have in their living room. It's more closer to that. Yeah. So you, you reminded me of another thing too where I think Reddit is huge for, like I said, career stuff, humor, hobbies. But one thing that's also really good for is local information. So if you can find subreddits local to your area. So for me, uh, I live in the general like Fort Lauderdale region. So I follow the Fort Lauderdale subreddit. And that subreddit is actually very good just to see random things that are going on, what people are talking about. Uh, you can easily post recommendations or ask for recommendations of thing in your, things in your area as well. So you can look by your state. You can look by your area. You can find a subreddit that's likely going to be, you know, relevant to you. That's more location based and, and ask for stuff too. And I remember I, I have a friend that he he found a, a litter of kittens, and I remember he he didn't know what to do with them. He reached out to a bunch of animal rescues. You ask people around, can anyone help me? What do I do with them? I want to make sure they go somewhere good. And I said, hey, why don't you post on Reddit? Post on the Fort Lauderdale subreddit and see if someone can help you. And sure enough, there were a lot of responses and people that are trying to direct them somewhere. So it, it really is a good resource for things that you might not think about originally, but there's a community that's able to give you more information and help you out there. Uh, and one other, way that's, or, or one other use case that I think I have for Reddit that surprises people that know me. So I, I definitely, you might not be surprised, anonymous listener, um, I, I know more about sports than I let on. You know, I, I don't like to talk about it as much. I think sports talk it, a lot of times is just a, a path to nowhere. Opinions, no one knows, whatever, who cares? I highly but, disagree. But, yes. I love course, sports. Office. You do love sports. I love the sprats. Who, who won the NBA finals again? Um, The Milwaukee. Um, wow. Cowboys. Cowboys. No. <laughs> Fuck. The, the Bucks. The Milwaukee that, Bucks. Uh what the <laughs> hell, anonymous listener number one. You really like me on there. You really you, you led by their best player, Shakira. Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> Imagine Shakira leading the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> but but no, so I follow uh, the NBA and the NFL subreddits along with some local teams. And I feel like I know way more about what's going on than most sports fans just because I follow this and I, I digest the information in my own way on Reddit. So I'll know about all transactions going on in the NBA, like who's on what team, the latest news. I'll, it, it, people, Gossip. Yeah, all the gossip, all the deets, all the scandalous stuff. Because the NBA, especially the NBA, like NFL a little bit less so, NBA is a soap opera for dudes, for sure. Mm -hmm. There's lots of drama going on. There's lots of things. They're all on social media. They're not censored too much. So the NBA subreddit fosters a lot of that too. But yeah, I 
I don't sit down and watch sports that much. I, I'm more of a highlights guy. You know, I just less and less as my life has gone on. I've, I've been watching it live unless I'm like with friends or something. But I keep up with the subreddits and I, I, I feel like I am a very knowledgeable sports fan because of it. I think it's something a lot of people don't realize when they talk to me. And I, I kind of keep it hidden too. I know Gary Mann loves that NBA subreddit. I thought along he, with I thought he didn't. I thought he said once that he will not follow the NBA subreddit and he'll only follow specific teams. Uh well he was telling me about Dallas Mavs stuff on the subreddit. He also goes to the Rick and Morty subreddit. He was telling me what episodes the subreddit yeah. loved and hated. Interesting. Uh, he has some real interesting ones oh, he yeah. goes to. Any TV show, any Anything you could think of at all, there's a subreddit for it. Like, there, there's literally for anything. I'm so, actually pretty excited to like jump in there and like add a few more things. Especially once you mentioned RuneScape, I added that. But I was yeah. like, oh, there's a few games I'd look into. Yeah, miscellaneous things. So a few other things too that I think are going to be a little bit more along the lines what you shared. Now, if it's explained, like I'm five. So there's a few other that are more informative. Um, Ask Reddit is a huge one. Someone asks a, a question, redditors answer. You see some really good answers there. I follow Ask Women. Yeah, Ask Women and Ask Men are two specific subreddits. That is, I guess the intention is someone from the other gender or, or whatever would be asking, you know, women or men, right? Specific questions. But it's they're not as popular as Ask Reddit, but they are a little bit more specific to different questions of that nature. Uh, there's also You Should Know and Today I Learned. Both of those are very informative subreddits that are just kind of sharing things that, you know, are very informative. And I've gotten a lot of cool tidbits from it uh, myself there. Yeah, there's so many like that, though. Like, there's one for me that's like, um, for that, it's like that similar kind of content, Life Hacks. Um, Life Hacks is a good one. Oh, and then a huge one that that Reddit gets a lot of attention for is Ask Me Anything or AMA. So that's their interview process. You've had Barack Obama on there. You, you've had huge people. Like it, it's, it's just, it's because Reddit's so huge now, it's become a very popular thing. So anyone notable, there's probably been an AMA from them at some point. Uh, and it stands for Ask Me Anything. Redditors ask a bunch of questions. Then the person being interviewed responds in the Reddit threads to all the comments. So that's very cool. You get some good information there. But I did... For new- for new visitors, there's a few big acronyms. Like you brought up explain like I'm five yeah, earlier. And, and they'll they'll put E L I five. Yeah. Oh uh, dude, I didn't get that for I, so long when I would get emails. Yeah. <laughs> Today I learned they'll put D I L, ask me anything, AMA. So there's a few yeah. big acronyms that if you don't really not familiar, you might be a little lost. One of the big acronyms that I think originated from Reddit is T L D R, which is too long, didn't read. Is that where it's from? Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. And so a lot of times there's a long Reddit post at the end, it'll say TLDR and then they'll put like a summary in case it was just, it was too long for you and you didn't read it. But, um, I did have, I had a subreddit for each of you guys that I thought you would both find interesting. The first one I have is for anonymous listener. Number one, I think you would like the subreddit 50, 50. Oh, now 50, 50 is, it's a pretty funny subreddit. So each post has one or there's two scenarios on the post. It could be an extremely cute photo of a puppy 
and its mother. And then it'll also say in the same title, maybe uh, a brain surgery being conducted that's gruesome. So when you open up the content, it will uh, actually be 50-50 chance of either one. You don't know which one you're going to see. So So you don't get a thumbnail of what it is. No, you You don't get the the thumbnail. Yes. So it's kind of like a game of chance. Like a Russian roulette. <laughs> a little Russian roulette for you. I-, I knew that would be right up your alley. I see you smiling. You're, you're smirking. You know my morbid curiosity. Yeah, so I, I thought you would like that one. It- so, Novice, I thought this That's one I'm great. actually very interested in. I haven't uh, dove into it too much. It's called Subreddit Simulator. And Subreddit Simulator Interesting. is... <laughs> It's no human interaction on there. Subreddit Simulator is only AI-powered threads. Oh, I love AI. AI AI powered. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's just, there's no real people making the content or the comments. If a real person comments, I think it goes away. But I'm pretty sure, and I might be wrong, there's this meme that's out there that's like, it's like this, it's this realistic photo of a frog or a toad or something. And it says, it is Wednesday, my dudes. Is that where that comes from? That, I, I'm almost no positive way. that came from subreddit simulator. <laughs> like, like it was a post just generated one day. And it was like, it is Wednesday, my dudes. And that, it just it made no sense. And it blew up online. So it, it's interesting uh, to see kind of how far it's come. And like just a random content that's made on there. But I, I thought that's something you would find interesting. <laughs> um i'm very interested in that thank you for sharing of course novice but yeah if anyone has any any subreddits they like and any comments for us any feedback on what we've shared let us know you can reach out on instagram on our show post uh but we just want to share a little bit here i know a lot of people don't use reddit too much Uh, we did have the request as well for what we look at there but i I find it extremely uh, empowering if you use it the right way or entertaining if you just want something lighthearted. So without further ado, hit it, Nop. Hit it with the outro. I'm so over this. Uh, what do you guys do it? All right, let's go. We're on Instagram at not to be technical. We're trying on there, boys and, and girls. <laughs> Come on there and engage. Tell us who your favorite is. Tell us who you don't like. Tell us who has the best voice. We're on Twitter at not to be technical. It's actually not to be tech. At not to be tech on Twitter. Tweet, tweet. 180 characters. Let us know. I don't even know if that's the right amount, but come on there and like our tweets. Retweet. Tell us what's good, what's not good. Hell yeah. Get to it. 